Hey everyone, I'm Jared. And I'm Arthur. And you're listening to Unheard of. Brought to you by The Big Bees. Welcome back, everybody, to Unheard Of. This is your boy, Arthur, and I got, of course, my co-host with me, Jared, and it's uh, season two. We made it. We made it to a new season, everybody. This is the first episode of season two, and we're we're still figuring out how we want to break up the seasons, but uh, new year, new season. This is 2021. This is we're recording on January 4th, so Happy New Year to you, Jared. How's, uh, how's 2021 treating you? Hey, Happy New Year to you uh, as well. And so far, I got to say, 2021, um, I'm optimistic. We're cleaning the household up around here. Uh, started a new, a new degree program, trying to get degree number five. Um, and, you know, I can't complain about my career, so... You know, so far, things are looking pretty good. How about yourself? I mean, a lot more of the same. <laughs> so just hoping hoping and praying that uh, we can get all this all this coronavirus stuff figured out. And maybe maybe 2021 will look better then. But for right now, still still about the same as 2020. Yeah. But um with the with the new year, of course, you uh, people get to talking about their New Year's resolutions. So, Jared, uh, you have any re- New Year's resolutions this year? You know, it's it's odd because last year, um, last year my New Year's resolution was actually to like get a new job and uh, do better for my family, and technically, I did that. It took me. It only took me about three months to do that New Year's resolution. Um, actually, I had the job by the end of uh, January last year, but we didn't move until March. Um, but this year, I don't really know. Honestly, I haven't made a New Year's resolution. Uh, it'd be easy for me to say that I want to lose weight, but that's not really a resolution anymore because I always want to lose weight. And I um, just need to dedicate the time to it. But I would say I'm trying to spend more time being able to, like, organize the house. And I also am trying to spend more time so far in um, doing more educational things for myself. Like, I've already started uh, reading a book, and I don't really read that much. So, you know, I'm just trying to use my time better, I guess, in 2021. Um, that makes sense. I, that's I feel I feel like I could uh, I could uh, try to dedicate that to use my time better because I am I feel like I'm the world's most famous procrastinator. So, <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean it's like oh, what's up? No, I mean I was just gonna say like this weekend. Um, I I keep talking like I've wanted to start arranging the house the way we want to arrange it because we've been here since March. But, um, 
I don't know. We just never got to it once everything with COVID hit and we got lazy. But this weekend, I noticed that I was like sitting down for like more than an hour and I just got up, started cleaning. You know, we tried to start organizing and cleaning some things. So I'm trying to, like I said, use that time better. All right. But uh, my resolutions, because I, I think I have a couple, definitely trying to get into the gym more, get more active. Um, I, I don't know. I, I I lost a good amount in 2020, so really just trying to build off of that and keep it going, and and then I, I I'm trying to also quit smoking cigarettes, <laughs> so that's uh that's my other resolution. So. Nice. Well, I know you can do it. Well, thank you. I I I hope you. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. I hope you're able to to get yours done too. Thanks. I I really need to add the weight loss to my list, honestly, because 2020 was a bad year for me. I mean, when this pandemic hit and we just started eating out all the time, uh, man, I think I gained the most weight ever in a year that uh I have. So. Like I said, I, I got to get back in the gym myself. You know, what I, I, start, I started doing actually uh, yoga in 2020, and that was – I liked it. I really enjoyed it. I want to I wanna get into some more of that. I, I kind of fell off recently, but I want to get back into some classes for yoga. I don't know if you've ever tried it before, but I don't know. I didn't, I didn't think it was going to amount to much, but – I don't know. I, I, it made me feel more flexible, and I don't know. It just felt me made me feel more healthier. No, no, yeah, I agree. I, I, I actually like it. Um, I went to a class a few years back. Um, but my problem was, I went with the high school when we were at um, what some of our listeners may know as Thescon, and you have to take all these classes just to fill your time. And I went to yoga class because I had never done it before. Um, and honestly, I felt so good. Like they, the, so the stretching and everything. I mean, I'm not as flexible as most people, but uh, it made me feel good. The only problem I had was staying awake. Like when we got to the meditation part, yeah. I just knocked out. <laughs> I knocked out. The person who was sitting next to me had to wake me up after the class was over because I was snoring. It was like, hey, class is over. <laughs> I was like, dang, like, why didn't somebody wake me up after the meditation? You should have went well-rested, man. But yeah, I, I do like the, I, the meditation. I time. usually do. I, so it doesn't matter if I've gotten like 10 to 12 hours of sleep. Like if the setting and environment is right, I'll just knock out. That makes sense. I, I fell asleep today on my on my lunch break at work. and uh, It was only like for 15 minutes, and I hate I hate only taking like 15 minute naps those are the worst in my opinion because then i still have to wake up and and finish work so garbage yeah (laughs) but um yeah new new year hopefully and uh to all you listeners if you guys have new resolutions i i hope you guys also get your get your goals done and hope uh for a very prosperous new year for everybody so there you go.
I, um, you know, in talking about New Year's resolutions, I thought it would be funny to bring up some New Year's resolutions off of Twitter. Um, many people may think he's funny. I usually don't most of the time. But Jimmy Fallon had a nice hashtag going on called a five-word resolution over the uh, holiday break. And uh, it, I think it's something he's done now for a couple years. But So some that I've seen so far, this is uh, – this this one's kind of funny. I need money to spend. That's a five word resolution. That's good. Uh, I will eat your cupcakes. That's a nice resolution. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> um, need to get off phone. Uh, I don't know. I feel like the world is on your phone now, man. That's good. I'm, okay, so here's here's two more good ones from the five word resolution. Is no no drinking before five. It's five o'clock somewhere. Yeah, and then another one is laugh until I piss myself. <laughs> well, hey, here at here at the Big Fish Productions, we we uh, we approve. Yeah, I mean. Hey, I, I had to include the piss myself one. We we all know, we all know who produces this show. The big the big the big piss. Some some resolutions. I don't know if you do this, and I read up on this, and uh, I know some of those weren't really funny. Uh, I don't know if it was meant to be. I I just saw what I saw. If you laughed at some of them, then hey, I'm happy for you. But when I started to read them out loud, they weren't really that funny. Uh, <laughs> I, listen, I wasn't going to say anything. I definitely wasn't. Well, you know, it's okay. I, I can I can read a room, <laughs> and I can read this two-person audio room for sure. And <laughs> I, I, I noticed the reaction I was getting, so I was like, yeah, you know what? They didn't sound that funny to me either now that I read them out loud. But um, so there's there's one New Year's resolution I read, talked about, and this is kind of a time efficiency thing. They um they noted they wanted to start brushing their teeth while they was in the shower, you know, to be better at getting ready quicker. And in my mind, this brought up a question. Do you brush your teeth while you're in the shower? No. Anybody who brushes their teeth in the shower, I'm sorry, listeners, if you do, you're a freak. Like, if you can't take two minutes after, after or before, before or after your shower, to brush your teeth, what like there's something else that's impacting your time other than having to brush your teeth. Like I don't know, man. I can't. I can't do it. I was. I didn't know. So I didn't know you was gonna go that route and call everybody yeah, a freak. I'm sorry. <laughs> but I mean, it was kind of funny because I, I didn't know that you felt this way about people brushing their teeth in the in the showers. Well, <laughs> I don't um, know, man. Like. Two minutes. Doc, doctor recommends two minutes to brush your teeth. That's that's not that's a bl- you know what I'm saying. It, it doesn't take that long to brush your teeth in front of a single, like a respectable human. Yeah, being. I mean, I don't do it either. And um, in the shower, I always so 
like my routine is usually I the first thing I do in the morning after use the bathroom, of course, is brush my teeth, and then everything else like comes right after. Um, so I don't know, but I know people that do it that have professed that to me, and uh, the same people that say they brush their teeth in the shower, at least to me, like in my workplace, they have actually gotten, and this may be weird to some people too, I don't know, but they actually bring toothpaste and their toothbrush to work so they can brush their teeth throughout the day. What? Like they... they, Yeah, I know. They're that conscious about brushing their teeth that they have to do it at work as well? Yeah, I know a few people, they literally bring their toothpaste and a toothbrush in this little carrier they put it in their desk and then um you'll notice it about two or three times a day they'll take it to the bathroom and then they come back with it you're like hey did you just brush your teeth they're like yeah i just had a snack so aren't you like not supposed to brush your teeth after you eat too i thought you were but i thought it was just normal to brush them like three times a day now granted i'll be the first one to say that I do not bring my toothbrush to work. So I'm obviously missing the third time, like after lunch. But like in the morning and in the evening, I always brush my teeth. I mean, twice daily, you know, me usually uh, in the morning. And then when I get home from work, before I go to bed, I'll uh, I'll get a nice little once over again. But I don't know, man. It's just something about somebody like, Save save time and water and brush your teeth in the in the shower. Like, come on, man. Like, you don't have to run the water the the full time you're brushing your teeth at the sink either. Like, I don't because I don't. I turn the water on, get the toothbrush wet, you know, turn it off, brush my teeth, whatever, and then and then turn the water on again. Like, I don't know, man. Yeah, I thought the, I thought that's how most people do it. I don't keep the water running when I'm yeah, brushing my teeth. Yeah. Like I said. Sorry, sorry, anybody's listening who, who uh, may, <laughs> who may brush their teeth in the shower, but you are weird. <laughs> like, where do you put? Where do you put your toothbrush? Like, there's just soap and your the water and your your dirty water, like, and you're putting that in your mouth, man. Ah, couldn't do it. Couldn't be me. Yeah, I don't know. I, I saw it, and I thought it'd be nice to bring up. Uh, clearly, I mean, I don't brush my teeth in the shower. I didn't have a feeling against anybody that did that, but clearly our boy ABG's got some feelings about that. So he's been personally affected, and he's he's out to get all y'all. And not, not even going to lie, okay, maybe I'm a freak too, but like for a split second, I think it was either yesterday or the day before, I was getting ready for work, and I was running late. I'd be running late, procrastinating here. Um, but, uh, I, then like the thought kind of came to like, take your, take your toothbrush in there and, and see what all the hype is about. And I literally shut that thought down faster than any thought that I've ever shut down in my head before. Like, I was like, nah, nah, that can't be me. Cannot be me. I mean, I don't know, dude. I, so I, I actually have had those like little toothpicks before, uh, like the mini toothbrushes with yeah. the beads in them. Um, I actually have taken those to work before and used them, but uh, no, when it comes to 
yeah, using a toothbrush in the shower. I've never done it, and I don't really plan on doing it myself. Mm-hmm. One thing that I will use in the shower, I mean, what I will bring in the shower with me, I, I bring a I bring a, a beer into the shower with me. I have a shower beer, but uh, not very often <laughs> because, I mean, once again, you bring something in the shower. I mean, like I don't, I don't know. I don't I don't like to be in the shower longer than I need to be. Also, if that makes sense. If I'm, oh, never mind. But, uh, and so, you know, bringing a beer in there with you, you gotta, yeah, drink it first. You know, usually that's what I do. Then take a shower. And it takes me, it takes me a few minutes to drink a beer. So I'm just like, now I'm just in the shower for no reason. I could have drank this beer before I got in there and it would have been the same thing. So. Yeah, I'm not a I'm not a drinker in the shower either. I mean, I kind of got where you was coming from on not being in there that long because, uh, yeah, I'm typically in and out. I take like a maybe three to five minute shower. Um, I mean, I don't know what the average time is for people, but in like basic training and all, you know, you have to learn how to take one in like yeah. two minutes. Uh, but no, I don't know. I don't know. Um. I'm not a drinker or toothbrusher in the shower. I just handle my business, get up out um, of there. I don't know. My my showers are – if I'm – like, my times, like, a quick shower for me is, like, seven minutes for some reason. <laughs> and then, like, a good – like, a good <laughs> long shower for me is, like, sometimes I'll be in there for 15 minutes. I'm not going to lie. If I just, you know, just really trying to get into those nooks and crannies, man, washing my hair, washing my face, beard, all that stuff. Yeah, about 15. Now, I mean, I'll say, so as most people know, I keep a pretty nice shaven head most of the time. And um, I actually do shave my head in the shower. So on days when I shave my head, which is like every other day, it takes a... It takes me like 20 to 25 minutes to take a shower when I have to yeah. cut my hair. Well, I mean, anybody, hey, anybody, this was uh, a like that, like that little detour we took on showers. Yeah, this is a, a nice topic. We went from New Year's resolution to shower talk. Hey, that's what you that's what you get here. I don't know. We we like to keep you on your toes. You never know what you're going to get. But um, moving on stuff, we got uh, what about the the college the college football playoffs, man? I I, I mean, because I know we talked about it and how we thought that it was going to end up with Alabama and Clemson, but obviously we had not only one blowout with Alabama and Notre Dame, but another blowout with Ohio State and Clemson. So, what did you how'd you how'd you think what'd you think about that? I got I have about three thoughts when it comes to um the college playoffs this past weekend. The first thought is Notre Dame is who we thought yeah. they were. They always suck and they can never get anything done in the playoffs. Brian Kelly is like 0 and seven in uh BCS like bowl games and championship games. And he's lost 
all those seven games by like a combined 160 Holy points. God. So Notre Dame is who we thought they were. They always get blown out. Second thought, uh, Ohio State is much better than I anticipated against Clemson. Now, that could be because they only played six games during the season. However, this leads me to my third thought, um, because I believe Justin Fields is a star. And I've said this before, but if I'm Atlanta, who's looking at that number four pick right now, and the other three teams ahead of you mostly have their quarterback situation locked up, um, if I'm sitting there at number four and Justin Fields is available, I think I'm taking him. With the Atlanta I, Falcons, I, they would be stupid to not take to not take him. But um, you know, when you say that Notre Dame is who we thought they were, like, why do people think Notre Dame is going to be any better than than what they are all the time? Like, the thing that gets me upset, they, the two teams they do this to in college football every season is Texas and Notre Dame. I don't know why. But if they if they have strong season openers and don't oh my god don't let it be uh, what didn't didn't one season opener uh, a couple years back didn't Texas play Notre Dame um, and yeah don't so. don't let them play each other because because if it's two teams yucking it up and trying to make it look good they'll be like yo is this is this the is this the game of the season already like no. People people hype up Notre Dame and and Texas every season, and they end up doing diddly damn nothing. And then you repeat the cycle every every season. They're like, oh, Notre Dame's going good this season, of course. And then nothing. Texas, nothing. Every every season. Yeah. But um, I mean, I actually, I'd actually put something out. Uh. Like, you know, Notre Dame's always in the playoffs. They're always getting blown out. But literally, um, I put something out on Facebook. You got you got some pretty good feedback. I said they must be paying the committees under under the table, you know, because they their their record is too awful in the playoffs at this point for them to keep getting put yeah. in. Like like some people say you should earn the benefit of the doubt like every season's different. No, not for me because Notre Dame hasn't proved nothing in like 20 plus years. Sad. Sad. But um, yeah, I definitely was not expecting uh, the Ohio State game to to happen the way it did, man. And I I didn't watch it. Honestly, I, I did, but unfortunately I was at work. But um, yeah, from what I heard and everything, I mean, they just had a Amazing game. Yeah, Ohio State, man. Justin Fields, he was lights out. And uh, to me, I don't know if anybody else thinks this way. Um, If you're the Jacksonville Jaguars, I hope that you believe Trevor Lawrence is the best quarterback ever. But uh, for all the acclaim that he's gotten, he he only had one championship during his college career. Um, you know, I mean, I know he won the chip his freshman year and he blew out Alabama, but other than that, his competition hasn't really been that good. Like, uh, he hasn't really played a lot of good teams since then. Um, 
So people can keep thinking he's really good. I, I'm not saying he's going to be a bust. I think he's going to be a good quarterback, but I don't think um, he's like better than Justin Fields. If anything, I like Justin Fields' ability to make plays on the run, and um, I would take Fields over Lawrence. Hey, listen, yeah, yeah, I, I feel like you're well documented on this show saying that. <laughs> I mean, it's true, it's true. But like I said, if if you're an Atlanta Falcons fan, like most of us are, sadly, um, there's a glimmer of hope because it it appears that the New York Jets may be sticking with Sam Darnold. And Sam, uh, sorry, Cincinnati is at number three, and they obviously just drafted Joe Burrow last year. So, man, if you're the Falcons at number four, whew, it's looking pretty good. Like we might get us, we might get our quarterback of the future this year. They go ahead and take, uh, they take somebody on from defense uh, in the first round. If Justin Fields is available, or Trevor Lawrence for that matter, um, if the Jags just happen to take Fields, if both of those quarterbacks, if any of them are available at number four and the Falcons don't take him, uh, I may just have to not watch a single game this year. Are you going to turn this on your card, bro? Or are, you, are you moving to another team? I wouldn't, I wouldn't move to another team, but I would be highly disappointed if they don't. If they don't take an honest look at Matt Ryan and say, hey, we could draft a Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields yeah, and like sit him for like a year. The All they have to do is just sit him. Like, see see what Matt does. And then, hey, look. and then, you know, keep it pushing. Like, let him develop, you know, because Patrick Mahomes had that whole year where he was sitting behind Alex Smith. And look how good he is, dude. Aaron Rodgers sat for three years behind Brett Favre. And he was a first-round draft pick. So yeah, I mean, I definitely, I definitely think they need to draft a, uh, a quarterback, and I would be, I would be happy if it was uh, Trevor Lawrence or uh, Justin Fields. So, but um, of True. course, and of course, and- we had that that um, big fat L today from uh, the bu- the Bucks for our season closer. So good. We needed it yeah. to secure that fourth pick. I'm tired of them trying to I'm tired of them trying to be good at the end of the season when it's over. When we could uh benefit from a high draft pick. But um I mean hey, the Bucks blew us out today anyways, so there was gonna be no chance. Sure. Then- um, and also, if you if you've been looking at Falcons news, the head coaching candidates they're interviewing it's uh it's really good. Robert Salah, um, I'm not sure if I'm saying his name right, but it's spelled S A L E H from San Francisco. He's their defensive coordinator, and he gets dudes to fight for him. I mean, this guy, he'd be an awesome head coach. And we also are bringing in Eric Bieniemy. From Kansas City's offensive coordinator. Um, And we we interviewed Raheem Morris, but I don't think you can keep him. I mean, his his record shows this year. uh, We need somebody not from the Dan Quinn era. Um, So, but, I mean, hey, from who they're interviewing, 
and for GM, they've gotten uh, like Lewis Riddick in there. I think it's a uh, it's kind of an exciting time for the Falcons, even though we could be possibly looking at a rebuild. And obviously, we've got the new coach and new GM coming. But yeah, it's it's actually a uh, it's surprisingly a decent time to be excited. Yeah. Um. I'm just looking. I, I'm looking forward, me personally, to the to the rebuild process because hopefully in that rebuild process we were able to get some to get some good talent. Uh, let go of of the of the talent that is holding up a lot of cap space, and you know get some get some young guys out there, man. Yeah, man. And I mean, speaking of the Falcons and the the NFC South, uh, leads me to the playoffs, you know. And um, I so there's a few surprises to me this year with the Bills being as good as they are. Um, it, well, actually, it's not really a surprise. They were on the rise last year. Yeah, I mean, they were on the rise last year, and New England fell off the cliff. Um, so. Uh, I don't think Tampa Bay is as good as people are making them out to be. I don't think they're going to make it very far. Obviously, I can be proved wrong because everybody knows what can happen in the playoffs. Um, the AFC is really intriguing this year because you know Baltimore just yeah. got a spot today too, and now with the playoff with the playoffs being finalized, um, if I'm looking at both conferences, so I'm really excited. I, I hate it for NFL teams that the number two seed doesn't get a buy anymore. But that just yeah. means we get to watch more football. And so so for the AFC and NFC, I am actually going to pick the AFC. I think we're going to see a rematch. No, I'm sorry. Scratch that. I was going to say a rematch of Tennessee and Kansas City yeah. in the uh, championship. But no, I actually believe in Buffalo a little bit more than Tennessee this year. So in the AFC conference title, I'm putting Kansas City – and the uh, Buffalo Bills. Um, and in the NFC, I'm actually putting the Green Bay Packers and get this, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I said I don't believe in them, right? But I think they're going to make it to the, the conference yeah. championship, which leads me to my Super Bowl, my Super Bowl prediction. And this is early on in the playoffs, so people can definitely call me out when I'm wrong because I most surely will be. My Super Bowl, I think the two teams that are going to make it is Green Bay and Kansas City. The, they're both the number one seeds, and that usually sounds cliche, but uh, I think they're really good, and I think there's going to be some interesting matchups this year. Well, for me, I don't know, man. I think I think that Baltimore is going to, is going to end up taking it all in the AFC, and the championship it will probably be uh, – I'm I'm thinking Steelers and Kansas City. Man, I don't. I just don't trust Pittsburgh anymore. After their three-game losing streak, it really showed that they don't have a running game like whatsoever. And then you start looking at their schedule. You're like, dang, they actually had like a really easy schedule. So. I mean, I don't know. I I do love some Mike Tomlin, but 
I just don't believe in this team. I think, uh, and as far as Baltimore goes, uh, you know, Lamar Jackson, this man, I'm hoping he comes out to prove himself this year because people are already starting to call him out for losing like two years straight in the playoffs because uh, whenever he gets in the playoffs, it's like he just vanishes. Yeah. But, um, you know, for the NFC, I think you're right in choosing uh, Green Bay. And um, I don't know, man. The Seahawks, too, man, for the championship. And then, of course, I'm thinking it might be Kansas City and and, – and the Seahawks in the in the Super Bowl, man. Ooh, that's a that's actually that'd be a pretty nice Super Bowl. That's a nice pick. That's a nice pick. I just think to myself, if there's anybody that can go into Lambeau and make it, uh, Tom Brady for sure, because of all those years playing in New England, he can have those boys in shape to play at a uh, Lambeau Field. Russell Wilson, he can obviously do it because there's some pretty god-awful weather up there in Seattle. And, uh, yeah, I just don't really believe in the Saints that much. I know Alvin Kamara, he had this huge day, you know, with the NFL record for rushing touchdowns last week. Um, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was six. Um, But he really hasn't done anything like that all season. So, um. And I don't know, Drew Brees, man, he's starting to show some age. You know, he's getting hurt all the time. Kamara was also out, So, right? uh, This week, all the running backs were out from New Orleans. They they all had to be out because of COVID protocol. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think he spent a few weeks of the season injured. But, I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm just saying I – uh, I don't really trust New Orleans to go win a playoff um, game like in the freezing cold. But surprisingly, I would trust like Tom Brady. I think he'd have a shot. I don't I don't I don't trust the Saints to even make it to the Super Bowl at all. No, I don't at all. That's what I'm saying. I don't even think they'll make it past next weekend. I I don't know who their matchup is next weekend. I don't have the playoff tree in front of me. They're playing, um, they're playing the Bears. I can look it up really quick. Oh, the Bears got in? I thought the Bears were out. I think – I mean, hold on, wait. I'm about to say no, no, that, no, you're I'm right. Sure you're right. The Bears, Bears got in. I just thought – okay, so never mind. I think they'll make it past – yeah. I think they'll make it past next week. But after that, I don't know. Yeah, they did. I didn't know the Bears made it in. Um, I mean, in other playoff news, Cleveland that's true. got in this year. And that's the first time since 2002. They've come a long way since we watched them go 0-16 just a few years ago. Feels like a dream. What if they end up making it to the Super Bowl, man? And we've got... Uh, that'd be crazy. Think, yeah, I don't think. But I just don't believe in them this year. 
I think it's great for Cleveland and obviously, you know, Nick Chubb being from our hometown, I love to see uh, him and his team go off. So that's really fun to watch. But uh, Baker Mayfield, I don't know if you can trust him yet. I don't know if you can trust him to get that far. But Cleveland's showing the world that they, they're finally You think that'll be able to be finally the coming up. No. No, I don't. Their their game today where the Steelers set out like nine starters was way too close for them Jeez. to get in. I mean, it was a win and you're in situation, and they only beat them by like two points. And the Steelers were starting Mason Rudolph. <laughs> so, apparently, if Miles Garrett doesn't handicap him, then you don't stand a shot at beating him if you're the Cleveland Browns. Yeah. But, um, so, uh, so everybody listening, we have. Uh, we have our uh, picks for the Super Bowl, which is me, me being uh, Kansas City and Seattle, and Jared. You said it was Kansas City and Green Bay. So, yep. So uh, those are our picks. We'll uh, we'll see in February if uh, if everything that we that we pick comes true. I don't know why it took me that long to get that to get that sentence out, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, Thank I don't you. know, I don't know. I was just gonna let you roll with it. It started seeming, it started seeming like that episode in the office yeah. where Michael Scott just goes off, and uh, he's like, you know, my uh, my philosophy is uh, simply this: it's, <laughs> and then he just like rambles on. For like three minutes straight, doesn't and, uh, get to the point. The office, uh, are you uh, are you gonna get Peacock to check it to watch some more episodes of it? I mean, even though you, I mean, I'm sure you've watched the the Office all the way through oh, I, a, a billion times, probably as any Office fan has. So I actually have Peacock, but I don't have the premium version, and uh. Yeah, on New Year's Day, I saw that um, yeah. unreleased cold open they never did um, released before with The Matrix, which I thought it was pretty funny. Um, and I know they're doing extended episodes. Um, so I think the way it works on Peacock is you only get the first two seasons free, and then you have to pay for premium after that if you wanted to keep watching it. Um, oh, it's like seven bucks a month. Not really the seven bucks that I wanna that I wanna add. It's I not mean, bad. If I get pre- Peacock, it will literally just be uh, the the Office uh, app. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not I'm not paying for it. And honestly, there's to me there's not a lot of good stuff on uh, Peacock. And even on premium, unless you pay higher for the ad free, I think you're still getting ads That's on like true. the seven dollar version. So. <clears throat> it's not worth it to me. Um, I think I've, I mean, I've seen the show a bunch of times. Um, I was watching it when it was on TV. And then obviously when it came to Netflix, I watched it a good bit. 
I mean, all in all, I don't want to exaggerate the number, but I think I've watched it through at least eight to ten sense. times. But this past this past year, um, I haven't really watched it that much. Um, it's not like yeah. I was preparing for it to leave Netflix, but it's just like if you see something so much, yeah, you know, you just start to get bored of it. And even though, even though it could be like a comfort show that you can watch in the background, um, I don't know. I just kind of stopped watching. <clears throat> I still think it's one of the greatest comedies, but um, once you watch a show so much, you just yeah, I'm the, gotta start I'm the watching other stuff. Always Sunny. Like I feel like I've probably watched Always Sunny through at at least seven times and i mean i'll keep it in the background sometimes and everything um but um if it if it moved to somewhere other than hulu i i doubt i would be paying to watch it so i mean i've seen it a lot and i mean i haven't watched it uh that much uh lately because i feel like taking a break from a from a show like that is good for when you watch it again and then I don't know. It seems like you're watching the the uh, the jokes, even though you know they're coming for the first time again. Like it, it's it's so good. And uh, yeah, no, I'd say. Oh uh, no, no, sorry, but, um, I didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah, I, I did watch. Uh, I watched a couple episodes of The Office before they took it off. Uh, New Year's, I watched. Uh, I watched the Diversity Day episode with my girlfriend. And I I don't know if that was a good <laughs> if that was a good episode because I was her I think that was her first time watching The Office, and I don't I don't think that was a good episode to start her out with because she said she hated it. She was like, "It's it's literally well, yeah, but it, it's I, like the most offensive episode. It's, it's that episode is so funny, man. It's so funny, especially when he goes off on the on the uh, the 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 Chris Rock part." Like, God, it's so good. Like, I, I just feel like his timing was was perfect when, uh, when Kevin was was doing the the bit, and then he was just like, "Can I just can I just every time some ignorant uh, like bro like, good God." <laughs> but uh, yeah, she was like, "It's so." She was like, "That show is so you know, awkward. I can't watch it." I was like, "Ah." Uh, it's so good though. <laughs> my um, my wife Tiff, you know, she did, she did the same thing, but she started watching it on her own out of the blue one day. I I told her, you know, I said, look, the first two seasons, you just got to get through it. I said, once it hits season like the end of season two, is when it's really hitting its stride, and then it picks up. But uh, I think. I mean, if we're gonna bid farewell to it, my my favorite episode is probably from, I think it's season five, but it's it's where um you know Jim and Dwight didn't go to Kelly's party, yeah. so they do bad on the performance reviews, and then they have to. <laughs> there's that whole scene about you know, like uh, butt liquor. You know, <laughs> we we cannot lower our prices butt anymore. Liquor, we have the or, lowest um, prices. I mean, I'm obviously. <laughs> you don't have to yell. Yeah, I mean, I'm paraphrasing, but. That's that that one's pretty funny to me. And goodbye, Toby. That's a pretty good one, because Michael just hates Toby. And even in that exit interview where <laughs> he's like, "I'll uh, kill you." 
What's your favorite? What's your favorite open opening? Uh, probably stress yes, relief. I was gonna say that with the fire I drill. Like, I feel like it's a it's cliche to say it because I mean everybody loves that open, but it's so it's so good. Well, so people, the one that other people love is usually the one from Stress Relief yeah. Two, where they do the CPR class. Um, but no, I love the actual fire drill. Yeah, I mean, yes, yeah, like Angela's cat is going through the ceiling. And Oscar goes up and he's like, I, "I'm gonna see if I can get some help." Like, yo, everybody flipping out. I remember seeing that for the first time. I was actually watching it with uh with Dylan, and uh, I'm talking about we busted out laughing and. We probably we probably started it over like a bunch of times. Like it was it was that good. Yeah, no that that open is probably but my I favorite. I would say it's my hilarious. favorite episode is probably Scott's Tots, man. Like just for how much for when I when I first watched that episode, that was probably the most awkward episode that I that that I saw from uh, the office and I almost wanted to turn it off. But now when I watch it, it's, it's hilarious, man. Just a, Hey, Mr. Scott, what you going to do? What you going to do? Make a dreams come true. And then just the whole time him just dreading telling those kids that he's not going to be paying for their college, man. Like, <laughs> God. So, a lot of a lot of people think that episode is like the most cringy, and they say they they won't watch it. But I'm yeah, I'm think, virtually on the same page with you. I think it's hilarious. Um, to me, there's two episodes that are worse than Scott's Tots when you talk about the cringy, like the cringiest. Um, I mean, obviously, there's some good ones in the early seasons because if you're, <laughs> yeah, like if you watch Diversity Today, there's some parts in there that are pretty cringy, but um. No, there's so there's two episodes that come to mind. Uh, Prince Family <laughs> Paper, where they're virtually putting a family business out. That one is kind of cringy to me, the the entire thing. And then um, the episode where Michael's dating Pam's mom, and yes. he takes her out on a birthday lunch, and is, he finds out like, how old oh she is, God. and so he breaks up with her. Yeah, but no, that Prince Family Paper one is actually that. That that's that's close. That's up there for me because just the fact that at the at the end when they were leaving really fast and he and uh well who was it who was driving Dwight he uh was he wreck or like get a pop tire or something? Yeah. No, the he goes over thing. yeah like and then the they, um, then they the parking out and everything. God, yeah. such good people and they put him out of business. What makes that episode funny though is like a few episodes later, or it might be a season yeah. later, where Michael starts his own paper company. You know, um, he actually he actually calls the number for Prince Family Paper yeah. to see if they're if they have job openings, and it goes to the tone that says, "After yeah. like thirty seven years is, of business, we have closed our doors." That was so good, but um, yeah, man, I don't think I mean now that now that now that it's off Netflix, I don't know if I'll ever watch it again. 
So goodbye, goodbye, office. Well, I mean, if if any of our listeners have a VPN, I hear Netflix still has it in Canada. Um, I've been known to use VPN from time to time, but uh, I probably won't use it just to watch The Office, you know? uh, In that pirate, so... Of course you have a... Um, I'm not any... I'm not any more government, if you're hearing this, because I know that in that last stimulus package, (laughs) I knew what was passed underneath. So... If you're listening now, government, I've changed hey, my all ways. All I have to do is go back to that other episode we have with Colton. So they all their episode. I mean, they got all their yeah. all their uh, elements um, there. And dude, um, you know, you talked about getting fatigue from like always sunny. I got to tell you though, I I feel the same way, but I can watch any episode from season four. And I'm just laughing oh, the entire time. That's got to be my favorite season. It's, um, yeah. you know, where Mac and Charlie die. And it's got, it's literally got my favorite episode in that entire season um, where the gang solves the gas crisis. I don't know why, but like them going to the wrong Bruce Mathis's home and then thinking Mac is like a terrorist and where the whole thing adds up at the end where they blow Bro, up his car. I'm, I'm just cracking up the entire time. That is my favorite episode too, man. When... And like, I don't, I don't know what it is about that scene, where, um, where Mac has, you know, that that towel wrapped around his head because Charlie burned him with the fireball, bro. And he <laughs> takes, uh, like, he steals that van from Frank and D, bro. I'm telling you, it, I guess it's the combination of the music and then Frank saying, "They are guys stealing my van, bro." Like, and then he starts crashing into all the other cars. Like, bro. And then the, the, the damage they literally do to his car th- through that whole episode. He's just like, with that, with that guy's just like, hey, man, that's my car. He's like, and then he's like, I paid a lot of money for that. <laughs> Dude, what about uh, when, like, Frank tries to... <laughs> You know, bug him by putting a baby monitor. Yeah, that's so good. And uh, and then what? When he like literally waterboards uh, D in the in the urinal, bro. That's it's classic. And and um, and Dennis walks in. He just takes a piss right next to him. He's like, I like what I'm seeing. Door door to door selling gas and. Charlie is talking to that woman in his in his in his old salesman voice. <laughs> and he's like, uh, "We want to fill you up," and it's just like, <laughs> "It's like, yeah, I'm because gonna fill you my up." Associate back there, don't take too kindly to know. <laughs> and it's just mad. <laughs> with a towel wrapped around his head, just like looking, just. <laughs> They get in and he's like, you best you best get to Johnny because Do old that? Johnny Law's on the way. I gotta tell you, dude, after after yeah. this, after we get done recording, I'm probably gonna go watch it again. Just because I crack up with that episode every single time. I, it's like there's just some episodes of Always Sunny that are extremely well written. And uh That's... 
Man, it's a, yeah. it's a, sorry, it's sorry, a funny show. If you guys haven't watched uh, The Office or Always Sunny, yeah, we gave you some spoilers for for a couple episodes, but <laughs> it's all good. Check those check those shows out. They're they're really good. They're high tier comedy. So. It's true. But yeah, man. Uh, what uh, what else we got on the docket? Are you thinking about wrapping it up, man? I gotta tell you, all, I'm thinking about wrapping it up. It's uh, it's been a good one. It's been a nice New Year's show. All right, all right. Had a good what time. You, what you what you got? What you got for some thoughts for the people? Um. Early thoughts and closing out. I just got to say, um, sorry, we haven't released a video podcast in a few weeks. Um, past few times around the holidays, we've been recording really late. So it's easier to just do audio because video editing takes some time. Um, but next week, we'll try and have it all planned out, bring some YouTube back for season two. And my thoughts for the week. You know, 2021, it's a new year. It's um new time. Don't let anything from the past get you down. I know 2020 was tough for a lot of people. Um, but, I mean, hey, the only thing we can do is take it one day at a time. A couple vaccines are rolling out now. So this year, maybe we get back to normal by the end of it. And I'm just wishing the um, best for everyone. For me, you know, New Year, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say the whole New Year, New Me thing. That's that's lame. But um, sorry if you say that, listeners. Uh, but um, New Year, take it as an opportunity to grow. And uh, I mean, if you if you feel like you've already done enough growing, you're a good human. Stay that way. Don't regress. But uh, man, um. Take take a take a new opportunity, a new initiative in the new year, um, to to be a better person, um, and uh, I don't know, man. Watch the office on Peacock out now, and uh, watch Always Sunny, and also Happy New Year, everybody. And uh, lastly, don't forget to wear a mask. Yeah, that's it for me. Yep, had to put. It's still, it's, we had to do it. Had to tell it to him. It's, it's, it may year. be it may be a new year, but still we're still out there. in that panoramic. So, true. Um, and for all the listeners, you guys can find me on Twitter at Jared Evans, and um, and me. That's my uh, that's my Twitter. plug. At Young without the O underscore ABG. Uh, I'll be tweeting sometimes. Uh, I did my first voice tweet. I was I was inebriated when I when I posted it. I was. I'll, I'll admit. I even said it in the voice tweet. And uh, huh? Yeah. And uh, I plug I plugged on her. We up, could tell. So, I mean that's that's uh, that's what I did with that with that voice tweet. And uh, for us, as as a 
as a podcast crew. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at unheard underscore of pod. Uh, Facebook, search us up, unheard of. You're most likely our friend on Facebook if you're probably if you're listening to this. So uh, you, you know where to find it. And YouTube, we're there. Search us up. Hopefully you find us. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's all I got. all right man and it's been fun ringing in the new year with all of you listeners um i think we're gonna have a guest on next week um barring any type of health issues so you know here's to a new year and we thank you for listening to us season two episode one and as always we love you we hear you and we hope you hear us hear it unheard of and as always i'm arthur and i'm jared and you just listened to unheard of brought to you by the big bees unheard of